Blog Talk Radio. That's why I have to mute it. You're an idiot. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. Hey, whoever that is, please call back. My phone was, somehow my phone was muted. I believe that was Saint. But I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why things happen. Technology is not my friend. Um, oh, that would have been good, too, because I, I was just getting into something. Um. We're just finishing. We're just finishing up. So, caller, please, please call back. We're. I don't know why my phone was being retarded, but that's what it does. That's how we roll. Um. Um. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we were oh, talking I, about. We were talking about something about something about the Patriots. Can we, can we, can we talk about something else? Absolutely. Well, Wallace has has breaking news for us. It's, it's not breaking news. It's uh, a couple hours old, but I just found it from Adam 
Uh-oh. Apparently Adam Schefter was having a, uh, a conversation with a 55-year-old Jerry Rice. Uh, excellent. And? Uh, Adam Schefter asked him, he goes, you can play today, right? And Jerry said, you know, he was joking around with John Gruden. He said, John, look, I still got about 80 catches in me. Jerry Rice told John Gruden he has 80 catches left in 80 catch, 80 catches? Are you for real? What about it gets better? Apparently, John Gruden's like, don't joke with me because I'll sign you and you'll be right back on the team. Apparently, I, I don't know how serious this conversation was. Adam Schefter asked him. He said, so what if John said to you, Jerry, I want to sign you. Come to camp this summer. Jerry Rice says, I would get a football field in a heartbeat. This is from Adam Schefter. Wow. Speaking of comebacks, we got we got our caller back. Let's see. Let's see if this works this time. Hey, how you doing? You're on the air with Fit Down College Football Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, it's Mr. Saint. How's it going, fellas? Oh, what's going on, Saint? Well, I'm glad I'm glad to hear your voice. I was worried about your health on Sunday. <laughs> I'm still alive. So as a Vikings fan, can you answer my question? I, I didn't hear it. What was the question? Do you prefer it to be 622 or 38 to 7? I'm sorry. Say that again. When you're looking at the clock, do you prefer 622 or 38 to 7? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know so, if I could answer. I don't know if I could answer that for a few months. What what do you got what do you got for what do you got for us on the game? I mean it's pretty clear cut, you know. They I think my my personal opinion is they came in, they uh they underestimated foals. They uh clearly were lackadaisical on defense. They didn't tackle. Uh they let too many plays uh go for deep. Uh too many broken plays. Uh, offensively, they after the first drive they couldn't get anything going. They were uh, Keenan was pressured. Uh, just nothing was going right. Well, I, I I don't know if you heard the opening, but that, that first drive, that first drive, everything went right. Yeah, I, I mean, if like, they had stayed that course. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it was like Case Keenum became Case Keenum. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of pressure on him, and, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was not – there was not much to go on in in that game. And and I thought I, – I don't know if it, if it looked like this to you, but I thought they abandoned – they kind of abandoned the running game. But after that first – they had that first drive where Case Keenum was throwing the ball really well, and I think they looked at that and said, I think we need to throw the ball to win this game instead of play, instead of doing what they normally do, and that's run first, then pass. Was that, was that how you perceived it as a Vikings fan? Because that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Um, it was very uncharacteristic. I think that they, uh, they had a nice little game plan to start the game. Uh, I think maybe uh, when Keenan was through the interception, I think they kind of, they kind of everything started to go south, and they just they threw their hands up and 
it just seemed like everything that they were doing was backfiring on them. And, and then at that point, you know, they're behind by a lot and can't really run the ball. And your guy, yeah, I'm, I'm so mad. I'm so mad that your special teams over there in, in Minnesota decided they wanted to block for a change. Of course, when I, <laughs> when I pick, when I, when I bet, when I bet that they're going to get a kick blocked, of course, then they start. They must have played. They must have played our show in the locker room and said, "Hey, special teams, you're on notice." Yeah, it's a it's a weird game. It's one of those games where you know, even though they were getting pummeled, it seemed like uh, one aspect of the game they were actually doing pretty decent in, and that was special teams. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they finally played well on special teams. They just didn't play well anywhere else. Yeah. Oh man, it, so, it was it was brutal. As a Vikings, we talked about we talked about this earlier, and I think I think we talked about it a little bit last week. But I want to did this game change your perspective of what your team should do with uh, with Case Keenum and with the quarterback situation? You know, actually, I've been doing a little bit of thinking about that the last few days, and uh, I've been kind of broadening my scope on thinking. Um, and I might be kind of in the minority on this, but um, I'm almost wondering if uh, if they go and get a Kirk Cousins or a Drew Brees. I, I don't know. Maybe that is that too uh, too crazy to think. Uh, you might get Cousins. Brees doesn't leave in New Orleans. Richard already said he'll be in New Orleans as long as they'll have him, and I don't see New Orleans moving on. Yeah, um, but no, I, I think I think you're you're on to something there. If you're if you're thinking about totally moving on from a quarterback, I, I don't I don't see that uh, I I don't see that as as crazy, um, and I don't see that I, I see that uh, as be, uh, as being a smart move. If you're gonna try to win now. Why not go out and get a Kirk Cousins or a um, Alex Smith or you know maybe Eli if he's if he's available maybe yeah. you can maybe you can bring Eli in there. Um, the only thing I would say is in in that division you need a strong armed quarterback. So Kirk Cousins makes sense. I don't know about Alex Smith. I don't think you can dink and dunk in what they used to call, you know, the NFC Norris division. I mean, in Chicago, you need an arm to play. You need uh, you need to win in Green Bay. So you're going to have to play in inclement weather, and you're going to have to move the football. So if you can't get Cousins, I don't know how many power arms there are in the free agent market well, right now. Ryan Shannon could be available. He's a power arm. We just don't know where going to go. Jay Cutler could be available. Like, there's arms out there. I mean, you didn't say Interesting thing to to watch as we go as we move forward here. Yeah, and I, you know, um, I'm not too worried about the uh, regular season. I'm I'm hoping that 
you know, they, they get into the playoffs because they have a good enough team to, to fight to get to the playoffs. I just, you know, I want a quarterback that can single-handedly put it on his shoulders at the end of the game, you know, like a like a Tom Brady type. I think that's what we're lacking. Well, I have to, I have, I have to caution you. Then Kirk Cousins is not your guy. If you want, if you want, if you want big play, big play uh, at the end of a game, Kirk Cousins is not, is not the guy you want. You want in that position. I think he's like one in. I think he's only got like one win. I think he's like one in eight or something in, you know, four, you know, fourth quarter when the drive comes down to the offense winning the game. I think he's only done it once. So he's not he's not exactly a, a, a guy you would call a winner, but then again, he was in Washington. So it's you know, how much is how much of that is the quarterback, how much of that is the team, how much of that is Jay Gruden is an absolute uh I'll say he's an absolute idiot when it comes to call, calling his offense cuz he doesn't Ooh. know what he's doing. He does not know what he's doing with the Washington Redskins offense. But that's just that's just a cowboy fan taking a shot at the, at, at, at Kirk Cousins because I can and I want to. <laughs> but um, Saint, so as as a team as a team that lost in the NFC Championship game, do, does that do you go do you go into the Super Bowl hoping that the Eagles lose to like kind of get some kind of revenge like aha. We, we weren't that bad. Or do you want do you want to see the Eagles win so that you could say, well, at least we lost to the champ. Nobody wants the Patriots to win. I'm kind of I'm on I'm on both sides of it. I I, don't, I want to see somebody beat the Patriots. And uh, you know my uh, my best buddy is actually Eagles fan, so I'm kind of rooting for him. Uh, but uh, you know I'm about revenge. You know it's you gotta you gotta move on. You gotta worry about your team. You know they they gotta do do what they can to get better for next year. You can't really blame the Eagles. You know, they, they came in and dominated. So I'm not really out for revenge. I just want to see a good game and give it to the Patriots. And so, and, and that, that, I, I think that's a typical, I think it's just like Walrus said, nobody wants the Patriots to win. And if you're not a Patriot fan and you live in New England, I, I think everybody who's not a Patriot fan, nobody is like, Oh, well, I want the Patriots to win. Like, if you're not a Patriot fan, everybody's like, I don't want the, I don't, I don't want to see them win again. No, like, no one, no one roots for them. Outside of, outside of Patriot fans. Yeah, that's, a, that's that? a pretty good assumption. <laughs> it's just my, my theory because I've been, I've been in New England my whole life. And, you know, I went to school in Massachusetts. And everybody who was a Patriot fan was, all right, yeah. Then I went in, you know, I, was, I went in 2001 when the Patriots started this whole thing. And even then, everybody was like, I don't want to see the Patriots win. And I was like, really? Like, we're from New England. Just because you like a different team, you – but it, it seems to be a, a New England thing. Like, if you don't like the Patriots, you don't want them to win either. Yeah, I think you know year after year we we just get tired of seeing them. You know, it's like okay, you know you're you're good enough. You you, you won a couple, and you know you just it, as a Super Bowl, it's it's one game. It's everybody looks forward to it, and 
to see the same team in there year after year, it's like, okay, you know, this is getting kind of old. Got anything, Walrus? I said my piece. Although, Walrus is doing... A great deal of research today. Doing- oh, that's why Walrus is quiet. He's doing, he's doing, he's doing research over here. Listen, we have small he's trying to, over here. He's trying to do more, more research. Hey, State, I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard because I know you were, I know you were on hold there. You, you got to get to the Vikings. You got to get to the Vikings front office. You got to tell them draft Iowa. They did. They had Chad Greenway forever. Yeah, I will. You need more Iowa players. <laughs> that's that's the key to success. We figured it out. All right. So <laughs> more Iowa. Think, next next week we're gonna have we're gonna have prop bets. Are are you are you gonna be are you gonna are you going to man up and go and, and wager with the Walrus on, on, on some prop bets on the Super Bowl? I don't care about the game. I care about, I care about, about ridiculous, pre- prop, ridiculous bets. prop bets. <laughs> what do you got? I, I, I will let you know next week. We'll, we'll have them next, we'll have them next week. They're not out yet. We'll have some, something. Right, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure there will be good ones. And we'll go. We'll get. We'll get a list of them, and we'll we'll give we'll give them to you. But we want you to call back next week and, and wager with the walrus, and we'll figure we'll figure something out. All right, that sounds like a plan. All right, man. Thanks for calling in, and enjoy enjoy uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Even even though your team is not in it, at least your field will be in. At least your stadium will be involved. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. Who you got? In the, who who do you think who do you think is gonna win the rumble? Bold pick. Not really a bold pick, but uh, Nakamura. I or that that's not a, that's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick going with a SmackDown guy. All right. So I yeah. I think I. I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a SmackDown guy, and I think Nakamura is not a bad choice. It's either gonna be that or Roman Reigns. Those those are the two. The the only options are a SmackDown guy or Roman Reigns. Those are the only options we got going on. But it should be a fun rumble. It should be a good rumble. Who you got in the women's rumble? First ever. Oh wow, that's a tough one. Oh. I'm taking Trish. <laughs> Uh, I want to know how they're going to fill this with 30 women. I mean, is May Young coming out? Like, who? Oh, how did he get 30? <laughs> have, have you oh, man. Wait, wait. Can't say I have. I imagine it's a tremendous <laughs> Well, who you, who you got, Saint? Uh, that's a tough one, man. Uh, I, you know, I think I think they got to give Nia Jax a chance. They got to get they got to get her in there. I I think I I think I don't think they're gonna go with Nia because it's such an it's such an obvious choice and you know they never go with the obvious the obvious choice. I'm gonna go I I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet I, if I were a betting man I would go with Oscar. Yeah. Yep. I, plus I don't know if that I don't know if her being in the Rumble if she lost if that would really count. Cause she hasn't. She's never lost anything she's ever been in. So, 
Well, maybe she should shoot your razor with the water. <laughs> she should try. She should try. But um, yeah. We got the rumble on, so we got the rumble this Sunday, and then we got, then we got, we got the Super Bowl next week. But um, Saint, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna start some NFL draft talk here in a minute. But um, definitely call us next week. We'll have some prop bets that you can you can wager with the Lawrence, and we'll figure something out. All right. All right. Sounds like a plan. Always a pleasure, guys. All right. Thank you, brother. Take care. Over here, I'll have my stats and research again. Stats and research. I am stats and research. There it is. He's got sources. He's been doing this 30 years, 30 days. <laughs> now, I don't think anybody would deny the greatness of Nick Saban. Nope. I don't think anybody would deny the greatness of Bill Belichick. Okay. Safe to say, both of these men have won a lot of championships. And both were on the Cleveland Browns staff? No, no, no. That's, no, no. that's, that's obvious. <laughs> Have both met men won a lot of championships? Yes, they have. They have never won a title in the same season in the last decade. Since 2009, they have never won a championship in the same season. Really? They have not. And Nick Saban already won one. Dun, dun, dun. Nick Saban won in 2009. Neither won in 2010. Saban in 11. Saban in 12. Nobody in 13. Belichick in 14. Saban in 15, Belichick in 16, Saban in 17. Interesting. So Nick Saban may – Nick Saban in Alabama may have already cursed the Patriots. So we've got the curse of Nick Saban out there. So, we got, so what's going to win out, the curse of Nick Saban or Patriots having Iowa <laughs> I don't know. I think Iowa I think Iowa's a much stronger play. Oh, Iowa. All right. Speaking of Iowa football, let's move on. We got a big thing going. We got a big move going on here, and um, we got a big week. It's a big week. It's a big week for draft draft junkies like myself. Are you, are you, you're a junkie. I am an absolute junkie. Or would you consider yourself an aficionado? I'm a junkie. I'm an absolute junkie. You're certainly not classy enough. I am certainly not classy enough, sir. I am a total total draft junkie. I love every minute of the draft. I love every minute of the draft process. And the draft process has begun. Last night alone, you literally watched 47 hours of game film. Yesterday, I spent a two-hour lunch break watching, uh, sitting in the bar, watching – the NFL Network, watching the Senior Bowl practices on the TV in, in the bar. And um, and then I came home and watched the same thing that we're watching in the studio right now, which is Senior Bowl practice uh, recap. Uh, I literally watched 47 hours. <laughs> so I did watch a lot of, a lot of uh, practice football yesterday. But that's the thing I want to get into. The Senior Bowl – is is a great event, um, but the game does not matter. I want to say that the game just the, the game is just kind of a like, hey, here here's the guy, here's the guys. Let's let's sell tickets so that they can actually play. If you want to get to know these guys, it's important to watch the everyday practice and watch the one on one competitions. And there are some really good players in this in this senior bowl. I've watched 
I've watched the Senior Bowl the last probably four years intently. Um, and this is probably one of the best rosters that I've seen as far as guys on the field and guys who are going to have an impact in April's draft. Um, and not a lot of these guys, obviously not a lot of these guys are first rounders. There's probably a handful of them. But a lot of these guys are going to make or break their second or third round status this week and, um, and watching them. And I just want to go through some of the, some of the guys on this, on that are playing in this game and, before, you get to the before we do that, let's let's first break down the team. All right. But before we break down the team, I want to talk about simple geography. No, that's where I was going. That's where I was going. That's where I was headed. I was going to say, I just wanted to set up because maybe some people don't know that the um, Senior Bowl gets broken up by the North team, the South team. So if your school is located in the North, you play for the North team. If your team is south, you play for the south. Unless, of course, you go to the University of Miami. Florida, not Ohio. <laughs> somehow, somehow, the Miami Hurricanes are playing with the North squad. Someone's going to have to explain that one to me. Um, and... It's actually a good segue because that's one of the guys I really want to look at this week is Braxton Berrios. Um, Obviously, we watched a lot of him in the college college season. We watched a lot of Braxton Berrios because we were following Miami. I watched a lot of Braxton Berrios. But I'm interested to see how he's going to break out um, this week, how he's going to handle the guys – going up against this kind of competition and um, whether or not he can be uh, – I, I think if he gets into the NFL, I think he's more of a Cole Beasley type where he can be a slot receiver and still lead your team in catches. I do. I think that highly of him. And I, I would – I could easily see him as a, sec, as a late second, early third-round pick that has a huge impact on a team. Okay, okay. Um, but what do you think about that with Braxton Barrios? Do you think that's on point, or do you think that's too high, too low? Um, third round, maybe a third round. I think if he has a good week, he could be easily a late second. You know who I think is gonna is gonna raise the ceiling for for Braxton Barrios, and I see him do a lot of the same things. I think. I, I think who's going to raise the ceiling for him is going to be Adam Thielen. Similar style of play. That, that's a good comparison. I, I, went, I went with my guy, uh, Cole Beasley, but Adam Thielen is a good, yeah, good comparison. Cole, yeah, Ferris doesn't have to play any game here. <laughs> Not yet. Um, so that's one guy that I'm looking at. But I'm looking at this – I'm looking at the North roster. North roster, we got just the quarterback position. Baker Mayfield, Luke Falk, Josh Allen. Right there, you've got three guys that are going that are going top 50, that are at least top 50 in the draft. Can I point someone out here? I want to point someone out. We're talking Go ahead. Draft talk right 
God. He's even rated the fifth best quarterback in the draft, and I, I think he could, has the potential to be the best quarterback in the draft. And if a team does the appropriate scouting, he could sneak into the first round. Who are we talking about, Eric? You know who I'm talking about. He's a quarterback for the mullet. Oh, uh, he's he's on he's on he's on there he's on there also. Uh, yeah, he's listening to people's fifth best quarterback. Um, yeah, but that's about right for Mason no. Rudolph. For Mason Rudolph, that's about no. right. No, he could. I mean, I would put him. I would put him fourth. I would put him above uh, above Josh Allen. I'd put him above Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I would put him above Baker Mayfield too. But so, I mean, right, so now we have him at third. Um. So big difference between third quarterback, third best quarterback in the draft is almost a guaranteed first round pick. Yeah, yeah, it's a definite guaranteed first round pick. Um, Mason Rudolph. I, I mean, I, I, I don't. I, you know where they're going with it. They're putting Baker Mayfield in based on the season. Um, everybody had Josh Allen as this amazing guy. Last year, I, I don't understand why. Jo- I don't understand why Josh Allen didn't get didn't get hurt by having a bad. He had a bad season yeah, in Wyoming. A bad player, right? But what I'm saying is his bad season didn't hurt him. Sam Donald had a bad season, and turnover. Josh Allen, yeah, but Josh Allen played. Josh Allen only played against at one. He played against Iowa and got absolutely stopped. Yes, it's Iowa. Got absolutely stopped, and everybody was like, "Oh well, he has, he has no players. Who cares?" He doesn't like, have players. I, I don't. And he didn't lead FBS in turnovers. Okay. I, mean, I know you're a Cowboy fan. You watch Tony Romo forever. You love turnovers, but I do. I do love turnovers though. Cherry, cherry turnovers. Congratulations. We're not finally made it to the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about that? Um, and he finally made it to the championship game. He did. He did. Finally made it to a championship game. Good for and, Tony. And he could no longer talk. Do you see him trying to... <laughs> he to couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Tony Robo reduced to grunting. He had no idea what to do. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyway... So that's just the quarterback. I mean, quarterbacks in the Senior Bowl. I'm inter. I'm inter. I'm so interested in the North Side quarterbacks. I mean, Mayfield, Falk. Um, they got. Uh, jo- I said Josh Allen, Tanner Lee from Nebraska. He's a guy you want to see. I want. I want to see. Um, I want to see. I want to see how he he can do it. We got the kid from Richmond. Yeah, the kid from Richmond. This kid. Kyle Kyle Luletta. I'm um, I'm excited to see him as well because a lot of these guys these are the guys that you want the guys from the big name schools they're not gonna you know we've already seen them we know what they can do these guys from the lesser known schools um, and I'm interested to see Brandon Silver's again quarterback from Troy last time I saw him was when he was tearing up LSU. So you'll get a good view of these guys. But it's not I, – I don't care what they do in the game. In the game, I, I don't care. I don't care if they 
I don't care if they throw, if they go 0 for 10 in the game. The game does not matter. What matters is the, um, is the practices that, hey, I just, wa- I just spent an hour watching, watching them. But I, I love watching the, the practice. One, as a former coach and a perspective coach, you know, I, I love watching the drills. I love watching what the guys do, how they coach up, uh, how they coach up the, young, the, the other guys. And you not only get to see the guys getting coached, but you get to see them do the next rep. And you can see, did this guy take the coaching to heart? Did he actually try to do what the other coach tell, what the coach tells him to do? And that's kind of important, especially if you're drafting a guy high. You want a guy who can accept coaching and, uh, and be molded. You don't want a guy who's just going to come in and do his own thing. Um, so a couple other guys. A couple other guys. Well, we got a couple Iowa guys in, in the game. We got uh, – I was just going to get to that. Running backs for the North. Uh, we got Wat- We got Akram Wadley. He's been he, – he was, he was a uh, stud player for Iowa. Had that winning touchdown against Iowa State. So, um, we got him. And, and they got an offensive guard, Sam Welsh. I'm, I'm surprised there aren't that many more uh, – I'm surprised there aren't any defensive players from Iowa in this game. There's the Iowa team out there. Come on. We need to know who these guys from Iowa are so we can draft them. You need to draft Iowa. That's what you need to do. You know what I want? I've made in my mind. I want a new college all-star game. <laughs> Iowa versus? I want Iowa versus the world. Iowa versus the world. I want you to assemble the best <laughs> team of college prospects you can and go face Iowa. Well, uh, Iowa would barnstorm the country. That's what I want. So, I'm just, I'm just looking over the roster. And then, again, I mean, this is why – this game, uh, there's a lot of guys. I said I'm looking at Barrios. I'm look. I'm looking at um, Penn State wide receiver Deshaun Hamilton. Um, another guy who. I'm looking at Alabama defensive lineman Deshaun Hamilton. That's an interesting. I was going to get them when we start when we move to the defense. That's an interesting uh, part for him to be in this game because he he's not even he wasn't even a starter. At Alabama, he, he was he was a rotation guy. He was supposed to be one of the top recruits, and he ends up being uh, just kind of, just a rotational guy. So he's so going to be. He, me in the words of Bill Parcells, he was just a guy. He was just a guy. He was not. He was not I not mean, the if guy. Guys, if we have any listeners who out here don't know Bill Parcells, there's absolutely nothing worse you could be than just, than a, guy. just a guy. You don't want to be just a guy. You want to be, you want you want to be better than just a guy. But anyway, uh, also James Washington's going to play in this game. Wide receiver from Oklahoma State, right there is your number one wide receiver. I I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft. No, I I, I totally believe James Washington's the best wide receiver. Or, or who do you got as the best wide receiver? Calvin Ridley. He's like ninety years old. <laughs> He's been in college for the last ten years. I'm, I'm well aware of this. I, I I know that this has happened. I I don't. I think it's close between the two. Between those two, I just think James Washington has better ball. 
I think he can go up and get the ball better than um, better than than Mr. Ridley. Um, another interesting position to look at will be tight end. Um, and again, I know I'm focusing on the north side, but the north side seems to have more of the guys that you want to look at. Um, you got Troy Fumagalli could be the number one tight end taken. You got Mike Gusecki could be the number one tight end, or um, he's not playing in this. He's not playing in this game, but he's going to be taken. You know, the other guy is got is Goddard from uh, South Dakota. He's a guy that could be. Those are your top three tight ends, and two of them are in this game. No, who's the best tight end this next year going to play his first game? Nobody you just mentioned. Okay. Jake Butt. <laughs> yeah, but he's not in the draft, so it doesn't make, no, it, it doesn't it's make it's a difference. I'm talking draft. I'm talking about in the draft. Listen, there's never a bad time to talk about Butt. All right. Never a bad time. We can always talk about Butt and Cougar. Welcome to our, welcome to our show, ladies and gentlemen, where we talk football and somehow we always work Cooter, Dingus, or Butt. Into into the conversation at some point, you're 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 bound to have it happen. I believe they said that uh, during draft coverage last year. I believe that was, that was a Mel Kiper statement. That was a that was a Walrus statement. <laughs> but, <laughs> You and Gino walking into a bar. It sounds like a it sounds like a joke. Our life is a joke. <laughs> yes. We sat at the bar and we yelled and we got food from our feet until Jay Butt was taken and we did nothing but tell everyone in that bar that Butt filled a need. Absolutely outstanding. It was good. It was tremendous work. Speaking of the draft this year. Uh, Walrus had a great idea, and we're going to definitely roll with it. Um, I don't even know when the draft is. so um, It's on a Thursday night. That week, we are going to skip the Wednesday night show, and we are going to go live um, during the draft, and we will bring you the entire first round. Um, so if you don't want to listen to Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay, Todd and listen to them. Listen to them jibber jabber and listen to. Um, I'm, I'm guessing they're probably gonna have Trey Wingo do it. I mean, it used to be Berman going. Rrr, 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 rrr. Uh, but, but um, so draft coverage. We will def- We'll be bringing you live draft coverage whenever the draft is. I think it's in March. Is this a new day one? No, it's April. Is it, I thought they moved it up. I thought they moved it up, but I'm not sure. We'll check on it. We'll check on it. Whenever the draft, whenever the draft is, we won't have a show that Wednesday, and we'll be we'll go Thursday live draft coverage. And Thursday, April 26th. April 26th. Okay, I. I no, I think I was thinking they were they're talking about moving it to May because they want to dominate. Every month, and I think April 26th. Um, 
Now, do we just want to do first round coverage, or do we want to do first first two days coverage? Well, that's going to depend on my work schedule. So. No, no, no. This is your priority. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting money to actually run this thing is uh, Listen, my have, priority. I'm going to have to do coverage out on my own then. So, um, You're not willing if to I have to work, if I have to work, I'll I'll call in. And I'll do I'll do it from the kitchen. Oh, who got drafted? Oh, I love this guy. Hold on, I gotta make a quesadilla. Um, I wouldn't let you make a <laughs> So, um, but anyway, I was telling Walrus before we went on air that there was another interesting part to the Senior Bowl, and that is the Citadel is involved. We know how much Walrus loves the Citadel, so because <laughs> my man Miles Pierce is in there, he's gonna try to get drafted by somebody. And that, and if Walrus has his way, he will not. He will not even be a, a an afterthought. So, what what do you think, Walrus? What do you think about about uh, the Citadel football? Come on, don't hold back, Walrus. Florida. I'm interested in seeing him, and 
Yeah. Oh, you know who else is there from Central Florida? And I'm sure they're going to have a big package on this guy. Shaquem. Listen. Shaquem Griffin. Can you do me one favor as long as we go the rest of this show? What? Don't ever. And the walrus means <laughs> ever. Ever. Tell me about the package they have on a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Shaquem's package. Well, you, you, don't care, you don't care about it even if it comes with only one hand? <laughs> Please don't ever, ever discuss another man's package. Come on. It's... Come on, you, you got you to gotta broaden it up, man. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, uh, let's find some more guys on here. I mean, um, Rashad Penny is another guy you want to look at running back from San Diego State. Um, but otherwise, it's like, it's like you said, Deshaun Hand is an, is an interesting guy to look at because we don't have much tape of him. Um, the linebackers, uh, I'm looking at Marquise Haynes from Ole Miss. Um, as I said, Shaquem Griffin, uh, it'll be interesting to see how he lines up because he usually lined up as a defensive end. He's going to be asked to play outside linebacker in the NFL, so he's got to learn a totally new position. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, Levi Wallace, defensive back from Alabama. Talking about the South. What, what do you got? I want to talk about Rashad Penny. That's uh, I, I just mentioned Rashad Penny. I like him. I like him a lot. Apparently the Lions are big on him too. The Lions are looking to acquire some running backs. They're liking him. You know, isn't it a Wadley? You know, I love him. Iowa. Um, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Trey Williams from uh, Auburn. I, I'm I'm looking a lot at the linebacker core, especially in the South. The South linebackers: Dorian O'Daniel from Clemson. I I I like I like what the South has done on defense. I don't like their offense at all. Uh, there's another back I want to talk about. Which one? Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna. Butcher his name. Kalen Balage, running back from Arizona State. Ah, yes. He, he's, I'm, I'm looking at his his uh, his tangibles here. He's six three two thirty. That's a big. That's guy. a big dude. That's a, that's a big back. Never managed a thousand yards rushing, but he scored twenty seven touchdowns. He, he, he supposed his phenomenal hands. He has over eighty catches. Wow. He is is a listen to a thirty seven inch vertical and a nine foot eleven and three quarter inch long jump. Right. Well, that's another interesting. Uh, it, it, again, these this is oh, what happens. This is no. This, I'm just saying this is what happens when you look at the Senior Bowl. You find these kind of guys that you you're like, who is this guy? And then he's three sixty and can squat over five hundred pounds. Yeah, that is a big. He's a powerful young man. That is a beast. That is a beastly scenario right that there. That is a big, powerful young man. And you said he plays for Arizona, Arizona right? State. He plays for Arizona State. Hold on a second. He should play for Iowa. <laughs> he should have played for Iowa, huh? I have to check this out. 
because you know, I might actually have been able to make myself a Tom Brady fan if he had gone to Iowa. It's, it, Kellen, Kellen Blage is one of those guys who falls into the why are they on this team. Uh, I'm pretty sure Arizona is to the south. I'm pretty sure they're in the south. Yet they play for the north. Go figure. I mean, this this is what this this is what happens when you decide to go north and south, and all of a sudden you got guys going in there. Um, anybody else you're interested in seeing besides Miles Pierce? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 want you want to see the package on the Miles? <laughs> you want to see the package they put together on Miles Smith? Come on, Miles Pierce. Come on. Um, like I said, the the East is pretty much. I want to see. I want to see a lot of the East offense. Jalen Samuels, running back from North Carolina State. He he is another guy that I would be interested in seeing how. How he can play um, when lined up. Um, I'm looking at the offensive linemen. Um, there's not really that many offensive linemen that I think are going to be the stud guys picked. Um, trying to look at. I mean, you, you got you got a Division two guy on the west side. You got a couple FCS guys. So the offensive line is not um, is not really something that that you look at and say these guys are going to go be top picks, but you know offensive linemen are going to be needed. Are you talking about the big hog molly? I'm talking about hog molly. But another guy I'm interested to see is um, Harrison Phillips, defensive tackle from um, Stanford. This guy led Stanford in tackles. Led the team in tackles. He played defensive tackle. <laughs> and he led the team in, in in stops. Like what? Who does that? So he's that guy's obviously a beast. Um I'm wondering why they don't have they've got Washington State guys on here, but I don't I was hoping I was hoping we would get to see um, Hercules. And Hercules? <laughs> Hercules. The, the Washington State has a defensive tackle. A guy who played defense, I think he was like 250 pounds. And he played defensive tackle. So, it was an interesting, he, was a, he was an interesting cat to see how he played along there. But, um... Anything else you got on the Senior Bowl? Uh, just I'm looking forward to watching. I I like the Senior Bowl. I actually like the the college uh the college um I guess I guess the only way to say is like Pro Bowl games. The these kind of games are I, I like this one, and then I think it's the week after the Super Bowl you get the East West Shrine game, which is Probably the more the more notable of the two, um, and that one's that's always an interesting game uh, to watch. But again, 
you have to watch it the same way. The game is not what's the most important. What's most important is watching the practices, and I'm glad the NFL Network is there to show us what goes on and break down some of the um, break down some some of the uh, some of the drills and things, and it gives us a chance to look at. And that's that's why I actually like. Um, and I actually do like the NFL Network's coverage. I like I like Mike Mayock. I think he does a great job of the draft. But not only does he do a good job with, with his draft talk, he does college games, like, in the booth as an analyst. Not Todd McShay being the sideline reporter. I know Todd McShay does that for ESPN. But being the analyst, he actually, uh, you know, Mayock actually goes in and sits down with these kids, and you you can hear it in in Mayock's um, delivery about uh, when he know when he knows these kids on a different level. So, hey, look look at this. Look who's look who's on the uh, who's on the co- look who they got on the cover right there on the right. There it is. There it is. See. That even on the even on the uh, even on the web page, even on the Senior Bowl web page, they know they have to rep the Iowa Hawkeyes. They know that's why they put that's why they put them up there. Um, so that's the Senior Bowl. Are are you interested any at all in the? Do you even know that the Pro Bowl is going on on Sunday? I don't even know. I don't even know who's in it. I don't even like. I know they picked a team, but they're like they're running. They're running ads now that say like pros against like rookies or something. Like, is is that something that's going on? Like, where they're doing like first year guys against? I thought it was just a Pro Bowl, but I saw I saw a preview. Of some trying to get me interested, and I was like, "It's the Pro Bowl. I'm not interested." Like, I look forward to the skills competition. I think the skills competition is awesome. I think we talked about this a little bit last week at the end of the show, so it's interesting to bring it up. I'm just going to bring up the roster right now, and we'll figure out what's going on. We'll go updated roster. Hey, how about that? Jared Goff made the Pro Bowl, huh? Does that make you want to watch that Jared Goff is going to play quarterback for Carson Wentz? Interesting. Um, Jason Witten was added as a tight as a tight end. That's how Jason Witten had to make the Pro Bowl. Jason Witten shouldn't go. He shouldn't. He he's better than that. You're better. You're better than that, Jason Witten. You're better than that. Half arm sleeves. So that's why. That's why. That's why Walrus doesn't like him. If you wear half sleeves, you're. If you wear half sleeves, you're not allowed in the Pro Bowl. Where's the bottom now? How many holes are where the bottom now? I don't understand. This is this is this is the fashion portion of of the sit down football show. Um. All right. So let's just look at some of this, some of these rosters here. They don't even have quarterback listed. What's going on here? Who's playing quarterback? That's what we want to know. All right. So 
AFC's got Brady, Rivers, Roth, and Roethlisberger. Well, Brady's obviously not. Brady was. Let's see who has changed for Brady. I'm pretty sure he's occupied. I'm pretty sure he's got a different game game plan. They shouldn't even vote Brady in. Just they should just say Brady's not playing. He's playing in the Super Bowl. It, it looks like they have only announced the NFC. They have not announced the AFC yet. Maybe that's tomorrow. It says right here, up to date, and it says all of the up to date guys, and they're all NFC, not one AFC player. I'm guessing they haven't done that yet. They probably know, they just haven't. Either they haven't released it or they released it before. But I don't care. Again, who cares about this? I want to know who's going to be involved in the skills competition. That's kind of important. That's kind of the that's kind of the important part. Um, Fletcher Cox is obviously not playing. He's obviously getting. How did Demarcus Lawrence get voted to the Pro Bowl? That's what I want to know. Like I don't understand how half these guys. They have a fullback. Somehow a fullback got voted to the Pro Bowl. I haven't seen a fullback on the field in probably about ten years. I haven't seen a fullback play. Oh, here we go. Replacements. Let's find out. Let's find Let's find out who's going in for Tom Brady. Look at all these. Re- the replacements list is longer than the actual players that are actually playing. That's how crazy it is. Nobody wants to go to this car. Oh. You got Derek... Derek Carr. Derek Carr was in there. Delaney Walker was picked as a replacement. So apparently he's decided to go. But you're right. Nobody wants to go to this thing. It's awful. It's an awful idea. I'm pretty sure they're okay to give away tickets to this thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure they can't. The only thing I would want, like you said, the only thing I want to see is the skills competition. And... I said it last week. I love the drone drop. I think it's a. I think it's the funniest thing to watch these guys try to try to catch a ball from 300 feet in the air. And you want to see dodgeball? I do. You want to see? You want to see Alex Smith throw the ball five yards in front of him? Oh no! I'll bounce and spike it into the ground. I want to see Matt Stafford with his cannon on. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see any of these. What's the old hell break? I, w- I would have loved to see like Aaron Rodgers in it. And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is probably a really awesome dodgeball player. He can throw on the run. He's got a cannon. Um, you know, is Russell? I, I would say Russell Wilson. Russell, hustle like Russell. Um. But anyway, that's really the only thing you got going on in pros this week is the is the Pro Bowl, and it's really not. I, I'm really not excited for it. I think the skills competition is tomorrow, isn't it? This is how I can tell you it's how I do the Pro Bowl right. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, isn't it like Thursday before? That's the only way I knew. Is I was like, wait, the Pro Bowl is on Sunday. But um, yeah. So that's 
So I think I think we're gonna um I think we're gonna wrap it up. I think we're gonna wrap it up. Because we've got next week, um again, next week Walrus, you're on the case. I want I want as I want as many crazy prop bets as we can get. Well some of the better ways are with the walrus if I go through this We've already got Mr. Saint. He said he will call in, and we will force him to make a bet. You know what? I'm, I'm going to talk to Mr. Saint, and I'm going to talk to some of my other I have constituents. Oh, you going to talk to sources? I got my going to get them sources? I'm going to see if I can't get somebody in the studio. That's fantastic. I don't know. More of the merrier. Uh, anyway, but the challenge is for the audience out there to wager with the walrus. We will, you know... Come up, come up with something good. Come up with something good. We'll come up with some good. We'll come up with some good prop bets. We'll have stuff out there. Um, I'm gonna try and get the post up early on Facebook. So some, I want somebody can come in. Some of you guys can come out there and actually comment on the Facebook post. If you can't no, I call, some, I got something better. I got something better. I'm gonna throw this out there because we got plenty of time. I'm, I'm gonna give a little prize now. A little prize. I'm gonna giving move. Oh. Oh, yeah. If somebody, anybody, can comment, call the show, message one of us, basically any way you can get in contact with us, the person who guesses closest without going over Price is Right rules, how many chicken wings the walrus will eat during the Super Bowl, we'll get you a prize. Ooh, good. All right. So it's out, it's out there, folks. How many Price wings? right. Rules. You cannot go over. How many chicken wings will Walrus eat during the Super Bowl? No, we'll it, no, I'll stand it up. The Walrus is a hefty motherfucker. <laughs> Not during the Super Bowl. On Super Bowl Sunday. On Super Bowl Sunday. So um, the entire day. Yeah. The entire day, Walrus is going to be feeding himself chicken wings. Love chicken wings. And boneless and traditional. Well, uh, so it, it doesn't make a difference. Not, well, we're no, not, that's we're, why I want people to know Sometimes I assume the bonus. We got it. We got it. We got to make sure it's it's legal now. All chicken wings, boneless, bone in. We're going. Smoke. We're going all out. All right. So so there you have it, folks. And we will have we'll have other prop bets for you. What I'm, I'm sure, sure we can come up with awesome. I'm sure we can come up with with some awesome ones. And I'm sure. You can come up with some ideas for what you want to wager with the water. Oh, yeah, water loves no. to wager. We got hot sauce. We get hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. Walrus will try, try some hot sauce live on the air, uh, or we'll just say we'll take video of him try, trying a, a different hot sauce. If you've got something like that, you know, any kind, any kind, anything that involves food, we're usually pretty good with. Or, you know, food. Anything that we could, anything that we could find, but you have to, you have to understand this. If you wager with the walrus and you lose, you, you got to send us the video so we can play it live on the air. And you will be or you got to show up and do it right here at Studio One Hundred, so that we can. And you will be mocked. <laughs> yes, yes. You will be mocked until this, until this is is accomplished. Because I still. I'm not done mocking Trey because I didn't have to dress up like Jim Harvey. Yeah. And we had one bet and it ended up ended in a push. Yes. Figure figure. We did. make a bet and, and Laurie throws them the Ray Willis the, the, the Ray Willis parlay to save his behind. 
Thank you, Minnesota. <laughs> I thought Leonard Fournette was going to save me. I I thought so too. I was more worried about Leonard Fournette than I was about the block punt. And obviously, Philadelphia had had other things. They worked on other things other than the punt block. But we'll be ready for the Super Bowl. We'll get you all set up next week. Um, trying to think of what else. Oh, um, so definitely, definitely, guys. Um, definitely listen to all of the shows here on the KJC Network. We got we got talk therapy coming at you tomorrow at midnight. The ladies will be bringing you discussion. Now, if there's a show you can discuss, David. Yeah, there's a show there. We had a lot of dingus discussion last week. Dingus discussion, you don't I, – I don't, I don't want to even repeat what kind of dingus discussion we had last week on that show. Can you sum up the dingus discussion? Um, it ended with it, – it, it ended, it ended with uh, me having to um, admit, admit things that I really don't want um, – do not want to uh, participate in, but Chris admitted to I, I, I am forced to. Um, if it's on, if, 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 if there's there's complicated situation going on here, but I gotta see this here for a second. Tomorrow night they are discussing. They're they're gonna discuss. The ladies are gonna discuss things that your parents have said that are absolutely crazy when you were a kid, but they've turned out to be pretty much true. So I know they're going to be discussing that. Of course, the ladies will be talking about anything, any any kind of question, any kind of questions you have about relationships. And if you want to call in and talk dingus, if you want to call in and be berated by a female and have her have her have her and have her tell you that you are forced to give her a blowjob, then yes, you can have that on this show too. It's ha- this has happened before. This is a very interesting show. So that's tomorrow at midnight. Uh, you know, give them a listen. I dare any of our listeners to call into that show and send those girls a picture of your ticket. You you dare you dare our listeners to do this? Yep. Um, listeners, don't send us your dingus. <laughs> no, don't send it over here. You you send it to talk therapy. Don't do not send your dingus this way. We don't let the, we keep the dingus holstered. We're not dingus free. We, talk we about keep it holstered. So there's that, and then Tuesday night. Um, Tuesday night right here on KJC is Stay Out of My Crease with Kim and Jimmy. They will give you all your hockey knowledge, and we'll be back next week. And I was informed last week they will give you hockey knowledge even if you don't have any. Yeah, even if you don't have any, they will give they will they will they will make you they will make you want to get crave hockey knowledge because that's how they do it. Um, but anyway, those are the shows on our network. We got the Super Bowl next week. Everybody, have a good week. We'll be back ready for the big game. And we will see you next time. And Walrus, what? Why are the Patriots so good? They have Iowa players. Go Iowa!
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.